Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. From the lakefront to the riverfront, this is where Wisconsin sports fans come to talk. The Bill Michael Show. Now, here's your host, Bill Michaels. So Wednesday, and uh, the Packers get back and ready for their next opponent, the Houston Texans, coming up on the docket. You've got Game One of the World Series now in the books, and uh, you got the LA Dodgers on top, one game to none. After uh, Clayton Kershaw pitched a solid game, I mean, for all the uh, the criticism he has received, the hiccup, so to speak, uh, he uh, he pitched a solid game last night. Really, really solid game last night. Had a nice time just kind of relaxing, watching that contest. And then you've got some Big Ten football getting ready to start up this weekend. Uh, some of the cities that uh, the Big Ten resides in, Ann Arbor, Michigan, and the surrounding counties. Uh, you look at a place like uh, right here in our own backyard, out in Madison, down in Illinois, uh, in Minnesota, a lot of them experiencing spikes in COVID. That seems to be really right now what's taking over the headlines when it comes to the world of college athletics. Uh, the NFL has been... I'm not going to say um, minimally affected, but it has not. Um, it has not threatened the season. The way some of these institutions are now being told that they may end up having to close campuses, which would include. Um, right now, it's not including the sports programs, but put it this way: wink, wink, nod, nod. Between you and me, we all know why they're doing it, right? money there's a lot of money to be lost if they don't have a college football season so that'll uh, that'll continue on and we're going to talk more about that coming up a little bit later on today as a matter of fact evan flood of the badgers insider for 24 7 sports going to be joining us later on today john mcclain love talking to john mcclain texans writer for the houston chronicle john is a, a a terrific guy a great reporter been down there a long time john was actually uh, one of the guys that was involved in this 
doesn't pertain, I guess, to anything that you really need to worry about or concern yourself with or even care about for that matter. But when uh, we went, we go to Super Bowl every year and we were in Houston, Houston was one of the most hospitable, best Super Bowls that I've been to. And I've been to quite a few. And they hosted, the the city hosted so incredibly well. And part of the reason why is because John McClain was on the committee when they started asking about certain amenities for the city to put forth. John was one of the guys that uh, had you know, talked about the media, talked about the convention center, talked about the NFL experience, uh, many different things. And, uh, and John was, uh, John's a very, very smart man. So we're going to talk to John about this uh, Texans team coming up here in a little bit. Sam Monson, the lead NFL analyst for Pro Football Focus, is going to be here today as well. That's a little bit later on in the program. If you want to get a hold of us, uh, plenty of ways to do so uh, and stay in touch with the program. 855-830-8648. Again, 855-830-8648. On the Milwaukee Admirals, hashtag Admirals Talk Line. Uh, I want to say hashtag Admirals 50 Talk Line, and I'm hoping that there's a 51. Remember the Admirals last season, their season was cut short. We just saw that the Milwaukee Wave, the professional indoor soccer team, has canceled their season. So hopefully the Admirals, who are still waiting on the NHL to make their decisions, uh, hopefully the Admirals are able to play hockey this year. But uh, right now it's just it's such a t- tough go uh, anywhere near downtown Milwaukee. So we'll find out. Uh, but also you can get a hold of us on Twitter at Bill underscore Michaels. At Bill underscore Michaels. You can also find Sam at Sam double underscore Schmitz. Correct, Sam? Am I uh, right in that? Yes, sir. There you go. At Sam double underscore Schmitz. Then there's at Evan Heff 25. Evan Heffelfinger behind the glass. Radio Joe Zenzola off this week. Uh, Facebook.com slash The Bill Michaels Show. You can find me over on Instagram. Find us on YouTube. You can find us at the website, BillMichaelsSports.com. And uh, thanks to those of you who are listening as we speak uh, to us on the Radio.com app. Uh, One of them being Lily who is listening to us down in uh, Kentucky. Also, Anthony, who is listening to us out in Phoenix, Arizona, as a snowbird said couldn't stand the snow that was coming, left last week, heard you got eight inches. We didn't get eight inches in the Milwaukee area, but up north, six to eight inches. I saw some friends of mine up in the uh, up in the Eau Claire and uh, Wausau area. Oh, my goodness. So they got hit. Uh, Trevor, who was also listening to us uh, today down in Louisiana, says, uh, bring on my Saints. Uh, there was some talk, uh, and now they're not going to do it this week, but there's some talk in the coming weeks that because of the city closing down or putting still restrictions in place in New Orleans, the Saints are like, to heck with it. We're, we're done. We're not waiting anymore. You know, other other areas are putting fans in the stands, and you're not letting us. They're going to go to LSU. They're going to go to LSU and play football games. Uh, now, this coming game is not going to be played there, but uh, but uh, the one, I believe it's November, God, is it November 11th, I want to say? The November, maybe not, maybe November 8th or something like that. Um, I think that's what it is. It might be the November 8th game. But regardless, um, they're talking about taking uh, taking games down to LSU. So thanks for uh, listening to us down there as well. The Green Bay Packers, we all know, it, they they were beat, and they were beat quite handily. So, and, and I asked this question earlier today. Okay, I I was asked this question. I asked this question on Twitter a little bit earlier today. I wanted to know if this if if getting beat and getting beat quite handily by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, if that changes. 
if that changes your prediction for the season? You know, does that change your prediction for the season? Um, Joey Meyer bombs tweets us at Bill underscore Michael says he's got the he's got him uh, getting a win against the Texans, a win win against the Vikings, a win against the 49ers, a win against the Jaguars, a loss against the Colts, beating the Bears twice, the Eagles, the Lions again, the Panthers, and then the Titans coming into Lambeau Field gives them a loss. Tyler says I'm adjusting it to 12 and four or 11 and five. Go Pack Go tweets us and said losses to Houston, Tennessee, and San Francisco, which gives them a 12 and four record. Go Pack Go again says 12 and four. Um, John G says I thought 12 and four to start the season. Feel about the same. Chuck says no. I thought they would win to 10 to 11 games and still feel okay with that prediction. So uh, Pope John Puke, Baby Shaka, at Baby Shaka 1, says, it's the same team as last year because they didn't improve though the, through the draft or free agency, not changing the prediction. Uh, and then Jerry Stewart uh, says, at Iowa underscore STU, I uh, said, I don't want to lose three more times because Twitter loses its mind when the Packers lose. I would not be unhappy at 13-3. and three, but there's a lot of fair-weather fans that are out there. And uh, Chris tweets us at Bill underscore Michaels and says, 13-3, and three, but they also lose again in the postseason, and we all scream the same thing. Get a wide receiver and get a free agent linebacker. Well, they got a free agent linebacker. They just didn't go out and spend a lot of money on a free agent linebacker. So there you go. So 855-830-8648-855-830-8648. Give us a shout because I want to know if it's changed your your thoughts when it comes to win totals for the Green Bay Packers. Has it made you think that, eh, you know, maybe I, I will either upgrade or downgrade my Green Bay Packers total wins for the season. This portion of the program being brought to you by our good friends over there at Quick Trip. They got you covered. Last night, uh, a buddy of mine called me. We were sitting there talking some baseball, and he said, hey, I wanted to tell you. I stopped in a Quick Trip. He said uh, the wife wasn't home, so he stopped in a Quick Trip for him and the kids. They got them all what they wanted when those uh, those pre-cooked meals, or I told you about that, or pre-made meals, and took them home, popped in, and he said, oh, my God, they were really, really good. And uh, they were inexpensive. So uh, I, I said, you know what? I'll say that tomorrow on the air. He he swears by him. So my buddy Gary swears by him. So he and the kids uh, went face first into that stuff because the wife wasn't home. Uh, they had the beef stroganoff, and then they had the uh, the turkey, uh, mashed potatoes, gravy, all that kind of stuff, and the stuffing. Said it was fantastic. I keep telling him, just like Mom makes, stop in a quick trip. Uh, when you ask what's for dinner, don't forget quick trips got you covered. So do you adjust your Packers total, win total, just because they lost this game in such kind of a – Kind of an ugly fashion, I guess, might be the best way to put it. Uh, Robin says, I only adjust my win total if they win more games. I still think they're going to win 11 or 12. I don't think much more than that. I think there's probably a loss in there from a team that they shouldn't lose to and probably a win in there from a team that they should get beaten by. Although, if they get down early in a ball game, we all see what can happen. This team just can't come back. They don't have the defense to go and take the ball away consistently, and Aaron Rodgers now folds under pressure. Let's call it what it is. He cannot win big games. Not true. 
Not true. He can win big games. Don't you think, say, uh, a wild card weekend game is a big game? I mean, they're all one and dones. I mean, the only time you say that he can't win a big game is if it's an NFC Championship game. That's a big game. But isn't the week before that a winner-go-home game? That's a big game. Is a wild card weekend when you get a win there? Is that a big game? Because that's a winner-go-home game. You know? Aren't gay, aren't big games against good opponents? Aren't those big games to assert yourself? You know, aren't divisional games big games? Don't they mean something? Especially now. I mean, you're gonna. Do you consider it to be a big game if you face the uh, Chicago Bears this year twice? Considering right now they're five and one and they're ahead of you in the division, are those big games? Now they're not games that send you to the Super Bowl. But I think anytime you're talking about an elimination game, that's a big game. You've got to win. And you're facing a team that made it to the postseason. You can't diminish that, right? 855-830-8648. Uh, B. Reamer says, have maintained 12-4, and 11-5. If it goes bad, 13-3 uh, and three if things go well. There you have it. Uh, we'll come back to this. Once your phone calls, once your thoughts hang in there, we got a lot more coming up, including at the bottom of the hour, John McClain, Texans writer for the Houston Chronicle, Great writer. We're going to talk with him about this Houston Texans team, the firing of Bill O'Brien, what this team has done since, Romeo Cornell, and where the state of this uh, Houston Texans team actually is. That is all coming up next to The Bill Michael Show. Everywhere in Wisconsin, The Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. program we are glad you are with us the bill michael show we continue on hopefully you are having a tremendous day speaking of tremendous if uh you are looking out of your window right now and you're thinking to yourself i need a tremendous upgrade to my home my patio doors windows things like that our friends over there at pillow windows and doors of wisconsin they have got you covered all kinds of good things going on right now and through the end of october pillow windows and doors of wisconsin offering no money down no interest no payments no, no, no. 24 months when you replace your leaky old windows or doors right now. Or you can choose 2.99% APR financing for 12 years. Because, look, the chilly winds, I was out there raking some leaves last night. They're starting to blow around out there, and it's going to dip. And you're going to start to feel it this weekend. And the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin, they install year-round, so there's no need to wait to make your home more energy efficient right now. You can Pella now pay later, no money down, no interest, no payments, 24 months, or 12 years, 2.99% APR financing to approve credit right now through the end of the month. Some restrictions apply. See the showroom or go to PellaWI.com for details, and uh, you get your free consultation, free, from PellaWI.com. That is PellaWI.com. Uh, let's get to the phone calls. Has the loss in the way the Packers lost? changed your uh, projected outcome of win totals. Let's go to Charlie listening to us in Milwaukee. Charlie, or let's go to uh, Jason on the south side, I should say. Jason, how you doing today? What's up? Hey, Bill. Thanks for taking my call. Uh, you bet. No, listen, this, this loss doesn't change 
you know, what my thoughts are uh, with, with the way we're going to finish the regular season. I still think we can finish 13-3, and 12-4. and four. Um, we'll, we'll lose. I think we're going to split a game with the Bears. I think we'll lose to the Titans and maybe the Niners. Maybe the Niners. So I still say 13-3, and 12-4. and four. But, I mean, this is, this is just the Packer. This is, this is just their M.O. It's always been this way. They, they have a solid regular season, and then depending on season, depending on seeding, they win one or two playoff games, and then it's a massacre in that final playoff game. It happens every single year. But you've got people this year drinking the Kool-Aid. They're not drinking the Kool-Aid. They're not drinking it in moderation. They're getting drunk on it at this point, Bill. And they're talking about Super Bowls and everything else. Pump the brakes. Because the Packers didn't really do a ton to address any needs we, we needed to have on this team. And, and stop talking about offensive players. Wish we had OBJ. Wish we went after Antonio Brown. Why? We had a juggernaut offense in 2011, and where did that get us in the playoffs against the Giants? Right. Because we faced adversity against a very physical defense, and they figured out a way to shut us down and smack us in the mouth in the process. So going after some 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 superstar on offense isn't going to correct things. What we need is a defense that can help solidify this team, that can provide help to the offense, because I believe we have the offensive pieces in line to compete for a Super Bowl if we just had a little bit better of a defense, some sort of run stop. We've got Jair in the secondary. We've got Darius Smith. You've got Kenny Clark on the line. So add to those three elements right there, and that could put us over the top and make us more competitive than what we are. But right now, nothing's changing in Green Bay. It's just business as usual, sustainability, and and it's frustrating as a fan to see this. I'm pumped about NFC Championship or or NFC North wins and and titles, but that's not enough at this point. I want to see more than, than, than just a solid regular season and then, you know, crap in the bed in the postseason. Yep. No, I completely agree. I appreciate the phone call. I look at it uh, a lot like you, where you want to be able to smash people in the mouth. You haven't had that in a long time. Um, you Now, don't get me wrong. It would not hurt, and I would not be adverse to this team picking up another wide receiver. Okay? Uh, I Antonio Brown, don't forget, he's been suspended by the NFL. So whoever picks him up, he's got to sit out for a while. So just make that make that clear. And he's been out of football now a year and a half. It's not like he's the same guy. He's not. So the Antonio Brown thing to me is off the table. If um, you get a wide receiver that's out there, an Odell Beckham Jr., and you can make a deal for him, and he, you know he's a guy that's still playing, and he can come in and be a quality guy, and you think that you found somebody that's going to come in and mesh well, well, then by all means go ahead and do it. But uh, otherwise – you know, all you're doing is putting Band-Aids on, on larger problems. But to me, I completely agree with you. When was the last time you could just say, we'll let the defense win us a game? It doesn't happen very often in Green Bay. just hasn't. Not for a while. You want, you want that supportive defense. And, and teams play you differently if, you, if they believe you've got a defense that is not going to allow them uh, to just move the ball up and down the field very infrequently anyway. They just play you differently because they're forced to. Uh, let's go to uh, Jared in Oglesby. Jared, how you doing today? What's going on, man? Hey, man, this is uh, this is truly an honor. I love you guys. I love the show. I listen to you guys every day. Thanks for having me on. I oh, appreciate it very much. Pretty cool. Uh, so my prediction for the rest of the year doesn't change as far as the regular season. 
Uh, I think we still go 13-3. and I hate to say it. I think the Bears get us once. I think we lose to the Titans. But, you know, I think this team is different than last year. I think we're going to be a lot better in the playoffs. I cannot wait to get Brady again. because And here's why. I can't wait to hear what you, you got to say about this. Last year when we played the Bosa brothers, the Chargers and the, and the Niners, from the first snap of the game, we just got throttled. Rodgers was on the ground fumbling the ball. No one could get open. Uh, against the Bucs, for the first 17 minutes of that game, we dominated the line of scrimmage. We were able to run the ball. Rodgers was moving around. The receivers made plays. We were converting third downs. I mean, we showed that we could play with these guys. After that pick six, everything just totally turned around. The momentum changed, and Rodgers couldn't get right. But uh, I think we showed that we can play with those guys. Unlike last year, we had no chance from, from snap one. So uh, I think at the playoffs, I think – we're going to be real good. Pack Nation needs to get their head up. We got this, baby. I'm sick of the negativity. We got this. I think we're in good shape. I would certainly hope so. Appreciate the phone call. I, I love the optimism. Absolutely love the optimism. Um, the, the bottom line is, though, you need to get better defensively and you need to figure things out offensively to where uh, – now, again, I, I defensively speaking – Okay, and, and I'm seeing this across the league right now um, where people are talking about fundamentals. You know, you tackle a little better. You get to the, the quarterback a half second sooner. You know, all those things, little things like that make you is, is can be the difference between being a defense that's, say, just middle of the pack and a defense that's approaching the top ten. I don't think you need to be a defense in the top ten to support what you have going on offensively, but what you have to have is when is a defense that when your offense struggles and just isn't getting it done, you have a defense that you can say, okay, go get them and and hang in there with us and and get us the ball back and then we'll we'll figure it out. That's what you need. Eight five five eight three zero eight six four eight eight five five eight three zero eight six four eight. Let's go to Bill listening to us in Appleton. Bill, welcome to the program, man. What's going on? Hey, morning. Thanks for taking my call. You bet. So I guess uh, as far as predictions go, no, it didn't alter too much, but I think uh, we did get exposed on some things. Uh, you know, frustrating this year again is last. Um, Rodgers is a tempo guy. I don't know if it's because the plays are so complex, but he loses one of his biggest weapons. They talk about it in every game, his hard count. When you let that clock run down to almost zero on every play, well, guess what the defense knows you're going to be doing? Snapping the ball right at one second or right out thereabouts that time. There was one play specifically where they had to call a timeout. They came out of timeout and literally ran it down to zero coming out of a timeout. I have no clue where their head is as far as that goes, but that's one of Rodgers' biggest weapons is keeping moving, keeping the, the defense on their heels, and they just don't seem to be able to do that. LaFleur acknowledged that that as far as his play, his play calling goes, he, he needs to get the plays in faster. As far as filling the holes, it is frustrating. I do feel like they, they tried to shore some things up. Everybody kind of forgets that they had a guy. That we, we got Funches. I really feel like that's a big area that we're lacking in is that just short across-the-middle slot receiver, a sure-handed slot receiver. And I don't know if it was a possibility if he was actually a free agent, but a guy that was out there that transferred teams, Randall Cobb, I get it, we let him go, he was older, but he had that connection. He went to the Texans, I know. But if we could have picked him up for the right price and had that outlet for, for Rodgers again across the middle, 
And just to have that where that safety needs to edge over and recognize that threat across the middle, well, that opens it up for the wide receivers on the outside. As far as defense, I'll go back in the draft as well. Um, they had a big swing and a miss when we picked up the guy from the Baggers. His name is escaping me. Um, and that T.J. Watt was out there. Obviously, Monday morning quarterbacking with this, but the name has a pedigree to it. He was there. We could have had him, but we chose not to. And again, this got harped on hard after the draft this year on what they did, and now we think that they lit the fire under Rodgers with, with drafting potentially the next future quarterback. But wasting our two first picks, on offensive players that are hardly seeing any playing time is really frustrating. I mean, you, it, you can only imagine the what-if of going and getting yeah. one of those top defensive guys and really putting the hurt on somebody or even, you know, a big-time wide receiver or something like that. It just makes you think the what-if. Now, I get it. The season's not over, but I really do think that explosive stuff, if they can't get the Temple thing, you know, they have the motion going, and we're doing really well with the motion, but that also goes with the timing of when plays get in. You need to have time left on that play right. clock, and they just seem to be struggling with that this year. In this past game, absolutely. Appreciate the phone call. In this past game, absolutely. They were running the clock down quite often. It wasn't giving them the opportunity to get guys into motion, to go with Aaron Rodgers' hard count or anything like that. When you're coming out of the, out of the huddle with five, six, seven seconds to go, uh, it, uh, it it's it's tough to get uh, into the rhythm and into the flow, and that was something that was was bothering me going into the bye week because they were in such a rhythm and a flow, and we had heard about that from both Aaron Rodgers and Matt Lafleur, and it seemed like uh, the week threw it off. Well, maybe that all comes back this weekend. Let's talk about this weekend when we come back. You got John McLean, Texans writer for the Houston Chronicle, longtime columnist down there. Really good stuff. We're going to talk with him about the state of this franchise. Hang in there. we got more of the Bill Michael Show brought to you by our friends at Bud Light, the official beer sponsor of the Bill Michael Sports Talk Network. Coming up next. Wisconsin-wide, the Bill Michael Sports Talk Network. And a reminder, the uh, Bill Michaels Huddle brought to you by Bud Light Seltzer coming up tomorrow night, 6 to 8. Kevin Holden from CBS 58 is going to be our guest along with uh, Christina Tussaud from CBS 58 as well on the panel. So she'll be going tomorrow night, 6 to 8, on many of these same stations on the network. And if not, on the Radio.com app, certainly you can find us there. And again, it's brought to you by Bud Light Seltzer, unquestionably good. The Houston Texans have fired their head coach. Uh, they have struggled. Their defense has been at times shredded. And uh, they I give Romeo Cornell a lot of credit. He kind of went for it, uh, but ended up uh, costing them. And the, uh, they fall to the Tennessee Titans. Joining us now on the Schneider Orange Hotline to talk more Texans football, John McClain, longtime writer down there in Houston for the Houston Chronicle. John, how you been? I've been great. Thank you very much. Always great to talk to you. So give me the lowdown on this team because obviously they fired their head coach. They traded away in the offseason uh, one of their best offensive weapons. Uh, defensively speaking, I thought they would be better. So where are they right now and how desperate are they? Their defense is awful. I watched all these people around the country be critical of Romeo Cornell for going for two to beat the Titans instead of taking a chance on his defense, which is god-awful stopping the Titans from scoring a touchdown and a two-point conversion. Anybody that has watched this defense knows that Cornell made the right choice. 
And people talk about the percentages. And I tell them, percentages haven't watched this team. Percentages haven't seen how bad this, this defense is. And they proved it right after that. They had 76-yard touchdown drive to tie, 82-yard touchdown drive to win in overtime. So I think, why would anybody in their right mind think that if they'd have gone ahead and kicked the extra point, they could have kept the tight, some scoring a touchdown and two-point conversion? Give me Deshaun Watson to win on the two-yard line when he's playing great against a defense that's not very good any day of the week than relying on this defense to do squat. And uh, the defense is historically bad when it comes to stopping the run, giving up 177.6 yards a game. They've already given up 400, four 100-yard runners in the first six games. They gave up three the last two years. So they can't stop a nosebleed, can't stop a clock. We've used all the cliches, but I look for the Packers to bounce back in a big way. So, obviously, we pay attention to the defense down there, being a J.J. Watt fans. Talk about J.J. and how he's kind of toiling away right now on a defense that's got to be extremely frustrating for him. J.J. is coming off his best game of the season. He had a strip sack. He had a bunch of tackles, two behind the line of scrimmage. You know he's going to want to play great against the Packers as his team growing up. And he's always telling the stories about going to Lambeau and, and trying to get him to ride his bike and all these things about the first time Brett Favre actually he thought looked at him when he was a kid. Brett was probably looking at 50 kids at the time. They all thought he was looking at them. So this will be special for him, not only because he's been humiliated playing on a defense as bad, but also because he wants to win so bad. He may be the most competitive player I've covered in 44 years. And, of course, he's going against his favorite team growing up. So it's especially big for J.J. Watt. Uh, this team, you talk about Deshaun Watson. They trade away DeAndre Hopkins. Did How how far back did, did Bill O'Brien set this team in some of the moves that he has made? Well, the problem is not the wide receivers. Their, their passing game is working really well. They got a first-time play caller, Tim Kelly, offensive coordinator, O'Brien took it back a game. They lost to Minnesota. He got fired at that point. They lost. They'd won. They were one in six in their last seven games. They had trailed in double digits by every in every game. We're always having to play from behind. They're a terrible team when it comes to starting in the first quarter. And so he traded Hopkins, but he brought in Brandon Cooks is playing well. He brought in Randall Cobb is playing well. He brought in David Johnson in that trade. And Johnson is what he is. I mean, he's good for about 50 to 70 yards a game. And uh, he's a good receiver who hasn't really been incorporated into the passing game because they have so many options. Watson leads the NFL in in average yards per attempt. They're throwing throwing down the field much more than they have in the past. And one of the reasons is because of the speed. They got Cooks, Will Fuller, and uh, uh, Kenny Stills all ran in the four threes at their combines coming out of college. Randall Cobb, as you know very well, Randall ran a 4-4-6, but his game right now is all about brains and hands and footwork, and he made a tremendous touchdown catch against the uh, Titans on a broken route. And so they're coming off their best game. Watson has 300-yard games in, in a row. That ties his career high set in 2018. And 
if he does it against the Packers, that'll be a career high. Another thing about Watson, this team last year scored 30 points twice, back-to-back games over Atlanta at Kansas City. And then they went 16 games without the offense scoring 30 points because they had 31 in the playoff loss at Kansas City because special teams have touchdown. But then in the last two games, they've hit 30 again. So they're playing a lot better on offense. They can't run the ball very well. Their run defense is the worst I've ever seen in my 44 years of covering the NFL. And, and the pass defense is not very good either. The uh, the you mentioned the play calling and I first of all let me say this I agree with you on the Romeo Cornell going for it I mean Romeo Cornell he's not this is not he's an interim coach until they hire another coach correct Yeah he's not gonna he's not a candidate to get the job So he's trying to get this team wins nothing more I mean he's not he's not fighting for a job at this point he's just merely trying to get this team wins and put their confidence back in place and trying to get them to stack a little bit of success I mean I don't have a problem with that right a lot of people did. It's amazing. Uh, knee-jerk reactions by a lot of people. And then when I explain it, do you go with the win with Watson from the two-yard line, or do you put it on your defensive shoulders? And anybody says uh, as they would put it on the defense in that situation is, is clueless about the Texans this season. But I saw that all over the country. People are just blasting him. And and uh, players like to go up be aggressive. He's gone for it for down three times, it succeeded every time, including touchdown on uh, the uh, Cooks caught the touchdown on fourth down. And, and uh, so why not? What do they have to lose in that situation? I've been saying every, every week, win or lose on Watson's arm, don't give the ball to David Johnson at the one-yard line to be stuffed. Don't give the ball to David Johnson in the red zone. Put it in Watson's hands, and if it doesn't work, at least you know it didn't work with your best player, not the running one of the running backs, and certainly don't want to put it on the defense. I know the defense has played extremely bad. You haven't played exactly the easiest competition either. The Chiefs, <laughs> the Ravens, the Steelers, you know, Titans. I mean, you're talking about some juggernauts. You know, do you think that, you know, when you get to the Jaguars, maybe the Browns, uh, a lackluster Patriots team, the Lions, the Colts, you know, that that suddenly things begin to look up a little bit, the Bengals? Plus, they play the last game here is against Tennessee on January 3rd. And I wrote yesterday, Mike Prable, have mercy on their defense, rest Derrick Henry to keep him from having a third consecutive 200-yard game against the Texans. And maybe they'll have their playoff seed secured. But, yeah, the schedule does get easier. But uh, they're going to have to win shootouts like the game at Tennessee where you have to score a lot of points. That wasn't their M.O. last year. It has to be this year. If they could run the ball better, you know, you control the ball, control the clock, keep Aaron Rodgers on the sideline with Matt LaFleur. But as it is now, they can't run the ball. And so the other teams are getting a lot of possessions. Going into the game Sunday at Tennessee, the Texans were last in average time of possession, 25 minutes a game. So their opponents had 10 more minutes a game to beat them, and they did. And the only guy I picked them to start 0-3, and then I thought they'd beat Minnesota and Jacksonville and be 2-3 and going into the Tennessee and Green Bay games. And then their bye week, and the bad one was the Vikings. Vikings came in here. They were awful. Kirk Cousins had been awful. And Dalvin Cook killed them. Cousins killed them. And they lost by eight. 
And that's why it got Bill O'Brien fired, because they were going in the wrong direction. But they've slowly turned around the passing game as Watson's become more familiar with those new players and a new play caller. But their defense, it's, I'll tell you a great stat. Two years ago, they were 82 yards a game rushing. First nine games last year, 84 yards a game rushing. Since then, 169 yards a game rushing. All of a sudden, how do you go? How do you do that? I'm sorry, the last nine last year was 163. In one season, first nine, 84, second nine, counting two playoff games, 163. How does that happen? And you'll see when they play Sunday, their defense looks poorly prepared, poorly coached. They look, players are out of position. They're grabbing jerseys. They're making mental errors. They look at each other like, I thought that was your man, and that doesn't bode well. For the coaching, now Romeo Cornell's the interim coach. He's one of the all-time best defensive coordinators. They have a first-time defensive coordinator in Anthony Weaver, their defensive line coach. But Cornell, if I, players look like they're thinking too much. You go to the kiss method, and uh, because it just say see ball, get ball, and don't make them think too much. Fantastic stuff, uh, John. Always appreciate listen, uh, listening to you kind of wax nostalgic about this team and picking your brain. I certainly appreciate a couple of minutes, okay? My pleasure, Bill. Thank you very much. Thanks. Stay safe. Thanks, buddy. Talk to you soon. John McClain, Texans right and doesn't pull any punches when he talks about that team in the Houston Chronicle. You can find him on Twitter at McLean underscore on underscore NFL. He is uh, an unbelievable writer as well, and uh, like I said, doesn't pull any punches. He joins us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider hiring drivers right now. You work hard. They treat you fair. 85 years plus they've been doing it. Call them 844-PRIDE or go to schneiderjobs.com, 844-PRIDE, or go to schneiderjobs.com. Well, here comes the cavalry, right? I'll tell you what I'm talking about next on the Bill Michael Show. You're listening to the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Now, a green and gold update brought to you by Concordia University, Wisconsin Veterans Services Department. Learn how to use your military benefits at cuw.edu slash veterans. In Green Bay, here's Mike Clemens. The Packers getting ready for another road trip, this time to Houston to face the Texans. Green Bay coming off that loss to Tampa Bay. The Buccaneers added Ndamukong Sue to their defensive line in the offseason. Sue has been a longtime nemesis of the Packers, dating back to his days with Detroit. Left tackle David Bakhtiari was asked, what is it about Sue that rubs players the wrong way? Um, I'd say more of his actions. I mean, he has done what he's done, and uh, he's done dirty things, and he's gotten fined for that to significant amounts, I believe, to six figures worth, and that kind of just talks about, you know, who he is. And Damaka Sue was seen trash-talking to Aaron Rodgers during Sunday's game, who spoke about it on the Pat McAfee Show. Basically, he said, don't be scared. And I said something back to him. And then and then I said something to the effect of, you and I need to have a conversation or something. And then he said something like, all right, see you after the game. And I said, all right. But the tone and the inference quite tell if it, I was thinking, realistically thought I was saying, hey, let's, uh, let's throw down. That's Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay. I'm Mike Clemens on the Bill Michaels Show. I would like to see Aaron Rodgers charge down a tunnel after Indomitian Sue. That's just me. That's just me. Then after that, have an extra finger of scotch. How are we looking? 
Hey, the Green Bay Packers, uh, here comes the cavalry, right? Packers signed linebacker James Burgess yesterday. James Burgess, he comes to them from the Atlanta Falcons practice squad. Uh, look, it's just depth. You know, I mean, I, I, I get it. There was a few people that uh, had emailed me some pretty pretty nasty things from uh, regarding your thoughts about the Packers and about Ryan Goodikinst. Um, look, it, you're just trying to add some depth. Uh, this is not a move, and this is not a, a move in which all of a sudden you're going to fix everything defensively. You know what I mean? That's not what this is. This is just adding some depth in case a guy goes down. Nothing more, nothing less. That's it. So, uh, anyway, long story short is uh, they add him to the roster. Um, now we'll see if uh, there's any playing time there. Who knows? Before it's all said and done. Uh, 855-830-8648. 855-830-8648. Uh, last year you got uh, Burgess playing some for the Jets. Played pretty well, but he's played on numerous teams. And, uh, you know, it's his fifth, by the way. As an undrafted rookie back in 2016, bounced around five different teams and practice squads. He settled with Cleveland. Uh, got a futures contract after that season. Went on to play in 14 games in Cleveland. Started uh, started nine of them, as a matter of fact, 75 tackles there. Uh, he played with the Jets. They activated him from the practice squad uh, a few weeks into the season following some injuries to their linebackers. Played with the Jets in the final 10 games. Um, after that, last year he did play as well, as a matter of fact. Uh, played 10 games for the Jets and uh, had, uh, what was it, a, a close to 80 or 80 tackles or something like that. So, um, you know, I mean, he's a guy that's that's obviously been there, done that. Now we'll see if he adds some additional depth to this team. You know, and who knows? Maybe, you know what, maybe a scheme like Mike Pettin makes him better. You know, you can always have hope, right? This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Van Horn Automotive. They want to buy your vehicle. Go to VanHornAuto.com. Click on the Kelly Blue Book Fair Appraisal Value. They can get you an offer right then and there or go into any one of their stores in Wisconsin or over in Iowa. But if you're looking for a new car, a used car, if you're looking to finance a car, even finance your service, they can help you out. Four different vehicles I have uh, gotten from Van Horn Automotive in different types. I got a Dodge, I got a Ford, I got a, a Chevy, and I got a, a Genesis. So they carry it all, and they carry really good quality stuff. I love working with them. That's why I keep going back. That's our friends from Van Horn Automotive. Go to VanHornAuto.com. Family born and employee owned. Go to VanHornAuto.com. More of the Bill Michael Show is right around the corner, and uh, we're going to hear from Aaron Rodgers, as a matter of fact, next on the Bill Michael Show. Border to Border, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.